Welcome to yet another Couple of Lattes podcast. This is Jacques, your host, and today I have the amazing privilege and pleasure of talking to Jesse about finding your tribe. Uh, Jesse is someone who has been a hugely important influence in my life, and I hope she will be in your life too. Star Wars because it was too long and it's past <laughs> 9 p.m. You fell asleep on the couch, but, didn't you? No, no, no. I just um, snuck away and pretended like I was going to the bathroom and then got into bed. <laughs> Smoke bombs? <laughs> Movie night? I ghosted the flatmates. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They knew what I was doing. I'm pretty predictable. Once I like the, I'm like Cinderella. Once the clock strikes midnight, I'm like, I'm out. But it's 10 o'clock like, and not midnight. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I don't know why. There's no reason to stay up late. Unless you work late. But why? You're one of the culprits. I remember you working so late, so late. Yeah, like I've, you'd be I've, getting while I was getting up yeah. to go out for a run. Yeah. yeah. But I've, I've flipped it because obviously I'm not employed right now with uh, restaurants being closed. So I've been getting up at four a.m., five thirty a.m. at the latest, like every day. It's Ooh. unreal. What time are you going to bed? Uh, it depends. Anywhere between 8 and 10. Ooh! Yeah. I love this. Oh my god, you're turning into a grandma like me. It's I, fun. I think I was already a grandma. It's just that the work that I do You're a grandma makes... on wild. Grandma yeah. doesn't stay up at 2 a.m. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, I was thinking. Basically, I've just started recording so that whenever we kind of segue into actually having the discussion and not talking about wild grandmas or maybe while we're talking about wild grandmas I thought that was the discussion (laughs) I have so many notes on this on wild grandmas Um, but yeah I wanted wanted to start by introducing when we first met because I think that's pretty important segue Um, it was was actually a, a much greater moment in the grand scale of my life than I thought at the time and it's taken a few years to realize that you were quite an important person in my life. Like, a very important person in my life. Oh, that's yeah. literally the same feels. Same. Oh, super cute. I feel like I met you at a weird time, though, because I wasn't where I was now mm. mentally. And just, like, yeah, I didn't know what I wanted and I didn't know who I was. And I wish I knew who I was and what I wanted when I met you. So then we could have been more friends. Cause like we hung out maybe twice. I still have a photo on my phone from the night we went met and went to the wharf. Yeah, yeah. We took like that selfie screenshot with all of us and <laughs> Jamie, I think. Yeah. That's like, I got I got that. So that's the memory of the day we met. Yeah. From there. Yeah, I think I think I was yeah. the same. Like mentally, it wasn't really there. But now yeah. I am, and now I can look back at it and be like, sick. It was pretty sick. Like, we've stayed in touch, and somehow I wasn't following you, but I did end up in Melbourne when you were there. <laughs> forgot you were there. But that was so cool, and then I was able to introduce you to the people that I met. Yeah. Like, mm. and I don't know. I loved, like, being a, not a matchmaker, but I love smushing my favorite people together. Because mm. it's just, like, one of the most brilliant things when you see them actually become friends. And yeah. Like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I think, like, 
that like when we first met, um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize at the time, but it was kind of a signal from the universe, the wise uh, universe that she is. She's definitely a woman because she gave birth and men don't give birth. So oh. the universe is obviously a woman. But anyway. Give birth. We don't know yet. <laughs> But anyway, when we when we first met, um, I remember being really, really confused. All right, now it's time to pay the bills. All right, and back to the show. Because all of the friends that I had in my life at that point, or people that I called friends, were, and I'm going to steal your term that you use so often, not cup fillers. And I remember when we first met, I was like, man, this... This human being, like, actually seems like she sincerely wants me to be my best self. She wants me to succeed. And I remember being confused because, like, you know, like, what's her, what's her angle on this? Like, what does she want from me? Yes! You, you know? always think there's an angle. Yeah, because, because for me, like, all of the friends that I had in my life at that point were very negative people. And the relationship I was in at that point, we were both in a really negative place, which I wouldn't find out until years later when our relationship ended in a catastrophic moment in time, which was fantastic now that I look back on it because it needed to end. But anyway, um, I remember thinking, man, this is someone who actually really wants me to succeed, not for her own gain, but because it actually just gives her joy to see other people around her succeed. And unfortunately, the lessons that I learned that day, I completely forgot. Because for years we were in totally different countries and you were going on your path and I was going on my path and the people that I met for the following three years in general were not cup fillers. They were cup drainers. And I remember going lower and lower and lower and lower and then it took me to my lowest point which was in Melbourne. Um, And I remember at one point being on a balcony super fucking high, cooked off my head and uh, looking down at the ground and thinking, fuck, I could jump right now. And I remember that being my lowest point in life. And then shortly after that, I met up with you again. And that that, that kind of helped me continue, uh, I guess, continue the lesson. That's when I was starting to realize, I was like, man, like, who am I surrounding myself with? Like, who am I choosing to become? Do I want to be this person? Or do I want to have more people in my life like Jesse? Um, so I wanted to say that before That's we start. Rough. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah, but also incredibly valuable that I went through that process. I wish I had on that day when I was thinking, man, this is weird that this person like really gives a shit and actually wants to fill my cup. I wish I'd learned the lesson there, but at the same time, I think it was valuable that I learned all the lessons through my failures in the coming years. And I think it was like definitely something higher than us call it the universe that again oh, brought us either believe in her she is amazing that <laughs> seriously like you gotta believe in something like yeah and it's just nice to put a name on it the thing that brought us together and yeah yeah i think it all happened for zim Especially the shit that we've been through, the poor relationships we've been through, mm-hmm. the hard times, the night on the balcony for you. I don't think it would have made the lesson or the moment that we met before or mean anything if we didn't go through the other stuff. Yeah, you can't I just think, like I fast right. forward through it and be like, oh, I'm here, I'm happy, because you don't appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It's like a rich kid that's like given everything in life, but then there's the people that work from the ground up and they hustle and they hustle and they hustle, mm. and then those are the ones that are like the better people in life because they've actually 
learned the lessons, they've worked hard, they've seen the results, mm. and then they're able to share that, share that with other people. Yeah, uh, 100%. But yeah, I want to... I'm wanna... so happy for the shit I've been through, like, even though it was poopy. It was poopy. <laughs> but like, hey, we met, we both were in relationships when we had met, and yeah. those are no longer a thing, but I'm still so happy that I was in that. Mm. Even though yours might have ended way worse, but... I don't, I don't know. I think it, I think it's all perception, really. At the at the end of it, I look, I look back on it ending and thinking like it was it was a good experience. Obviously, at the time it wasn't, but like I think it's a good experience. But I wanted to, I wanted to share that story first to give the podcast a little bit of context, because um, obviously we are talking about what you coin cup fillers and essentially finding your tribe. But I wanted to start by. Um, relaying the importance of you as a person to me and I think that kind of gives this thing a bit more context um, you sent through like we talked a little bit over Instagram about some of the points that you mm. wanted to cover I'm a big fan yeah. of kind of just having a conversation because I think um, better points come across when you're just having an open conversation rather than putting too much structure but I've got some stuff jotted I down my brain dump before I went to bed yeah <laughs> It's like one of those things you just need to write it down, get it out, get it out. Yeah, no, that was good that you did that. So I've got I've got those points written down, and I think maybe I can kind of guide the conversation, and then I really want to learn from you because I think this is something that you're kind of a mentor to me anyway, and I think to other people around finding a tribe. I think it's something that you've really nailed. Um, so I'm going to kind of say stuff, and then I'm just going to leave the floor open to you. Say stuff, and then I will try to. We'll see. We we'll see what words come out of my mouth. I don't know. This is my first podcast. I might. Am I able to say bad words? Because I've already said a few. Yeah, uh, my my podcast oh. has plenty of swear words on it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, what, why don't you? Because obviously we know each other, but why don't you tell your story so that anyone else listening to this can come? Okay. Here? Um, my story is weird. So I'm from Portland, Oregon, but currently living in New Zealand. Um, how far back do you want me to go? Uh, just make my it the most. Mercy, love you, mom. <laughs> uh. Just make it the most important, yeah. significant moments in your life. Yeah. So, um, actually, it kind of is significant to the whole tribe finding thing. Um, I went to college back in Oregon. I trying to kind of find my way because I used to always be in sports and those were my friend group they were the people that I hung out with I was with them every day in class and then back on the soccer fields and then when I got to college I wasn't playing sports anymore so I joined a sorority as you do just a hundred other girls just ready to party <laughs> um, also I, I hadn't drank until college so there was a lot of learning experiences there <laughs> um, it was one of those things where I met all of these girls, but it just didn't feel right. So I had actually left college a little bit before I fully graduated, and I did something crazy. I wasn't really happy with the people in my life. I bought a one-way ticket to New Zealand um, for a holiday visa. Yeah, buddy. And then <laughs> I finished my online course there, so I kind of technically graduated college while I was overdoing my holiday visa. I didn't know with that. you guys and that was yeah so that was when I met you hmm. how many years ago was that like six yeah it was a while ago now I so I, I went there been. I'd actually met a guy we moved back to the states um 
that was one of the big moments in my life too. Another tribe finding moment. I worked at Lululemon while I was in Austin, Texas. Um, and holy crap, they taught me everything about community and just... Lululemon's a Canadian company, right? Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Vancouver. But yeah, I will never forget the two years that I spent there at Lululemon, but they teach you everything about having a vision and goals and going beyond the company and they support you in that. And my goal was to always come back to New Zealand because I felt like I cut myself short because I came back too soon. I was only like nine months I was here on my holiday visa. So I was working my way back and oh yeah, within then I had broken up with um, the Kiwi guy, that guy. Um, and then I was kind of living my best life and then decided to buy a one-way ticket to Australia while I was waiting to figure out a visa for here. Why did you do and that then, actually? Why did I do what? Get the ticket to Australia. Was it in just because mind, you wanted to I stay in New Zealand? I would just closer <laughs> to um. New Zealand physically. <laughs> and I was young, I was single. When else could I use that holiday visa time? Mm. And I heard great things about Melbourne. Um, it's very much, I keep finding little cities that are a lot like Portland, so it's something that's like home that feels familiar, but it's different. The accents are amazing as well, but um, I just felt oh, really comfortable a, on this side of the world. Oh, here's a contentious one. Here's a contentious one. Which accent is better, the Kiwi or the Australian? It's really hard for me to tell the difference. Is that Myself into a situation, but yeah, did that. Met the Life Hub tribe, fell in love with the fitness industry. Those people still interconnected with Lululemon vibes, mm -hmm. and yeah, from there, I um, unfortunately couldn't keep my visa there, mm -hmm. so I had to. I had to. I, this was my goal. It's so funny. This was my goal to come to New Zealand, but it was so sad because I got approved of this visa, but then I also didn't get approved to stay in Australia with the tribe I had fell in love with. Mm -hmm. I love that job. I will go back someday. I have no doubt in that, but I just don't know in what context yet. But that was a pivotal moment of just like, shit. I just found exactly what I wanted, and I'm exactly where I want to be. Mm. But legally, I can't stay here. I'm not ready to be an illegal immigrant. So, move to New Zealand and try to start all the fuck over. But now yeah. social media is great, so I can stay in touch with everyone. And plus, I guess I met Brian. You know, all right. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's very interesting that your goal was to stay in New Zealand, but you didn't actually really have a direction, or I guess mm -hmm. like a proper purpose until you like... met Lifer. Huh? So that's that's yeah, cool that that was a unplanned, I don't know, unplanned result of just your journey in general. Yeah, so Melbourne, that's kind of the best parts of my life are the unplanned bits mm. so it wasn't well, I guess it was planned I bought a plane ticket to Melbourne and I was staying there but I don't know I didn't expect to create the role I didn't expect to find people I've never met people like Chris Cannon and those guys like I I'm in awe being around them and just I just like sometimes I just need to call Chris five minutes on the phone with him I'm re-energized and like I feel like I can take on the freaking world like 
I can do anything. Mm. You just need those people that just give me five minutes with them. My battery's recharged. I could have like the worst day ever. Call them, done. Bang. Life is good. Bang. Ideally, I'd be in person with them, but like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll, I mean, obviously there was Brian as a re result of having to move back to New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, okay, one of those unplanned things. <laughs> He's one of the, another one of those universe things. Like, yeah. ah, fuck. She, she's crazy sometimes. <laughs> like, I was not planning to meet anyone. I didn't want to meet anyone. I was like, God damn it. I really like this guy. Oh, God damn it. I love this guy. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you have a sick story, and I think it's really cool that your unplanned moments are actually what kind of led you to taking the path that you're taking and I'm 100% certain that you're going to end up working in some capacity with or in conjunction with Life Up. who knows maybe you'll start your own thing and it'll be in collaboration with Chris and the team mm -hmm. at Life Up. who knows um, but in terms of finding your tribe and how you got to the point mm -hmm. you are now where you have those people that you can spend five minutes with and just reboost your energy and keep you on track in terms of mm -hmm. whatever your own purpose is and your own kind of meaning, I guess the first thing is finding yourself first. So, mm. oh, you're glitching. You're glitching. <laughs> yes. That was such a good rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you were, but like, I'm pretty sure I'm the problem here. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, so it's finding yourself first. So I think maybe... I don't know, when did you kind of, I guess, realize that you weren't being yourself? Maybe it was in college when you were kind of forced into a tribe that you weren't really identifying with. I don't know. When did you find yourself? And then how did you find people that, and to coin what you said, find your, I mean, link with your mutual weirdness? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Mutual weirdness is important. Yeah. I feel like that's one of the key points of finding your tribe is like when you could be your full weird ass self you can talk about pooping around them like and then you're like yeah I do the same thing like just those weird moments where you're just clicking with people I'm like I can be my full self but going back to when I feel like I found myself I guess I could say right now is obviously the most I've ever known myself and the most myself I've been but I feel like I'm still gonna find out more and more and more about myself as no I doubt. grow older. Because um, I'm not perfect, oh God, I do dumb stuff. I still talk behind people's backs. I feel so bad. Mm. I like feel like there's so many bits of me that I still can improve and like catch myself doing and getting into the negative spirit. But um, Lululemon, back in like that part of my life, I think that's when I started figuring it out because mm. I, start, I started seeing people that had figured it out, if that makes sense. Mm. So I think surrounding yourself with the people that get it mm. and the people you want to be like, mm. you just start morphing into that. And then I realized you don't need to hang out with the people that bring you down. That's one lesson I think everyone needs to learn is that you don't need to be friends with them. You don't need to hang out with them. If they suck, well, ugh, I don't want to be mean, but if they <laughs> suck life out of you, <laughs> if they suck energy if they if you feel like you need to go take a nap and like take a break after hanging out with someone you can reevaluate that relationship you can delete people from your life yeah not in a bad way but just in a way of like be honest don't say like 
lie to them. Like, if they want to hang out, don't say, like, oh, sorry, I already have plans. Just, like, be honest, but in a nice way. Like, be honest in the most real way. And I feel like people should respect that. And if they don't respect that... They're just proving a point. Yeah. There's, right. like, oh, yeah, that's why you shouldn't be in my life. And, yeah. yeah, I think just stepping stones like that. I don't know what happened to me and, like, why... I feel so confident in that now. I don't think there was any one moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's just been moments building upon moments mm-hmm. of meeting new people, being like, oh, I like that. And then I like that about myself. I like being this way with you. I don't know. Yeah, no, I like I that. Yeah. Why, why, do you think, a- why do you think it is so hard, though, for people? Because it is hard for people to say no to other people and to take their own path. Why do you think it is so hard? Well, because you don't know yourself and you don't know like oh maybe I should be around this person so I think once again it's finding yourself before you can let other people in because once you know what you want it's like a hell yes or a hell no it's -hmm. like I really like this like I really like the fitness industry and I really like waking up at 5am to go run and then this person is inviting me out at midnight to go have drinks and I'm like that's just a hell no for me because that doesn't fill my cup. Mm. That's going to steal from my next day. So it's like little behaviors about mm. people. I feel like you can just kind of, I don't know. We all have that gut feeling, that instinct. Mm. So for I people... I feel like we just listen to that. I have um, gut issues though, so I can always argue that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. So for people, we'll come back to the gut actually because gut health is something that fascinates me. But anyway, let's keep on track. Otherwise, we're going to go way off on a tangent because I'm yeah. super into the gut at the moment, actually. Like, legit. It's, <laughs> it's a weird thing that I'm into. But I think mm-hmm. also very important. All right, I'm doing it. Anyway. <laughs> we're talking about, you said finding yourself first is important. But that in itself, I think, is quite tricky for people. Like, I can imagine someone listening to this saying, well, how do I find myself? And I think it's more about the things that you choose to remove from your life that allow you to find yourself Mm. than the things you Mm -hmm. add. So I don't know if you agree with that, but maybe you can give some clarity on what you think is some steps that people can take, some practical steps to start learning more about themselves. That's a good point. Because there's two ways you can go. You can remove everything and be alone with yourself, Mm. or you can go do more and figure out what you do like. So I think it depends on where you are right now. If you feel overwhelmed, like you're doing too much, and you have this social thing and this social thing and this and this, and then you're like, I don't know what I want. I think that's the time that you step back and remove everything. And then you just go like, go on a hike by yourself. Go mm. on a staycation by yourself. I mm. guess you don't go anywhere on a staycation. Um, <laughs> go, <laughs> go somewhere by yourself. Just be alone with your thoughts. It's a scary place sometimes, but you'll get through it. It's good for you. You can work through it. But then if you are someone that is already really reserved and scared of things, I think it's time to do stuff that scares you. That is something that I I have fearless tattooed on my foot for a reason. It's not because I have no fear. It's because I've been trying to conquer them every day. Mm. I'm scared of a lot, but I think that's where the courage comes in is even like social stuff. I used to be afraid to go up to a concession stand when I was a kid and order like fries. I was so afraid of talking to people. But moment by moment, I've been like, ooh, I'm gonna go 
call and order a pizza. That was a big moment for me. That's a win. So you just kind of start building up these blocks of doing something brave, going out there, joining a club. Mm. I don't know. Um, I think gyms, huge. Mm. It's a great way to go meet your tribe, possible tribe. Go to a cooking class. What do normal people do? I just only know fitness stuff. <laughs> well, I think I think the the two messages that stand out for me in that is uh, it's a combination of both. If mm-hmm. there's too much clutter in your life and there's too many things happening that are making you tired or bringing you down or stressing you out, mm-hmm. I think step one is to yeah just remove yourself from everything eliminate all of the noise and then the noise that stands out the stuff that excites and makes you scared at the same time that's the stuff you should write down and then once mm-hmm. you kind of you're calm again and you're composed and you have your little list of things that you want to try then like you say go out and try things maybe it's learning a language or maybe it's joining a gym or maybe it's cooking or maybe it's going Ooh, back travel. to studying traveling Buy a one-way ticket to a country and change your life yeah exactly Exactly. I'm the really elephant. good at that one. I've done it twice now. Yeah. Okay, three times. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. But like lock yourself into something, like commit. I think one mm. of the best ways is to invest your time or your money because that's going to make you hold true to it and actually follow through. So I know a lot of people, like if you, like, if you really have fitness goals and you want to do something, sign up for a year membership. Lock yourself the fuck in. Yeah. Like do something like that. Invest in yourself and then I think that it'll all just kind of roll on from there. But if you're just half in, half out, you are you can't half-ass it. You got to full-ass it. Mm. Put your full butt into it. <laughs> full-ass. I like <laughs> yeah, that. I think that's the best way to find yourself. I think it's just have a little fear and then push through that fear. That's where you find yourself. Yeah, right. The scary, the scary parts. So when you, when you find these scary yet exciting uh, pursuits in your life and then you start finding people that are you know vibing with your mutual weirdness how do you the next kind of points you uh you wrote down was finding the cup fillers versus um i guess the ones that recharge you and so the cup fillers are the ones that recharge you right and then you've got the ones that don't i think sometimes when you find mutually weird people and even your tribe there is still Mm -hmm. people in those groups that that don't meet the criteria so so how do you how did you from your experience kind of did you go through did you maybe go join a gym or start doing something and then realize all right these people are cool but they're still not they're they're draining me they're not building me up Mm -hmm. to where i want to be and i guess how do you navigate that i actually currently am working through that situation because we have mutual friends in the same group but there are certain people in that group that is just like (laughs) like you can't I don't know, it's just always complaining, always dragging down the situation and you just try to build it back up and then they just kind of chop you back down when you're in a group setting. And so there's things that you can't control, but I think it's just, you can just shine your flashlight and not pay attention to it. I think that's just your perspective. And also they're not part of your tribe technically. So I wouldn't call them in your tribe. They're just, um, they're just leached onto your tribe. They're just really trying to suck the fun out. <laughs> no, but, um, no, just, I, th- I think you're right. Around it. Like it's, it's never perfect. You're never going to have the perfect tribe, but there's no perfection out there. And then you need those people that make you appreciate everyone else within that group. 
like, oh my God, this is why I love you and respect you for that because you're always just giving the good. I know you had a hard day, but you're smiling right now. Like, thank you for that. You're giving that to me. And then yeah, I can right. give you a smile back and then just keep going from there. So how do you... I think... Because I think I was one of those leechy people for a, quite a long time in my 20s where I would kind of leech on to you know, people that I was looking up to or thought was successful and I'd, I'd just like unfill their cup. No, cut yourself off. You were a sponge. You were absorbing it just so then you could grow from that. I, no, I no, 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 really no. No, I think, I think there was definitely a period in my life where I was, I was, really? doing, I was yeah, definitely, 100%. I was definitely that person. And I think, it was good. I think for me it took people telling me that I'm being an asshole to realize what I was doing. Legit, like, we're human we we do these things we make mistakes so i guess for oh, someone sure. so i guess for someone who's looking for their tribe and trying to find people who are going to build them up and mm-hmm. um get them to the place they want to be what's important for those people when they're going into it like oh, for sure. you know i think a lot of people go into it and be like oh take 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 but i don't think that's the way to go into it so how would you go into a situation like that i think going into a situation that's new to you would be just kind of sit back and take a seat and listen and absorb and then adapt. Mm. Not in a weird chameleon way, like you need to adapt yourself to fit in, but just kind of listen, learn, what are the vibes? Vibes are like something that I say a lot, but just like, what are you feeling in the situation? And then just reciprocate. And Mm. also be yourself. And if being yourself doesn't work, they're not your tribe. That's just like one of those like endless loops of like, just, just give, don't give up. That's not the right <laughs> word. Just leave. Just move on. Just move on. Yeah. I, th- I think there's that's... so many people you're going to meet in your life. There's, oh, uh, there's so many people. Like, I was friends with the um, the bulk foods lady at um, a store nearby. Just, you have little moments. You can meet anyone while you're grocery shopping, while you're mm. on a walk with your dog. Yeah. You never know. Just, like, always give your best self and your full self, and I feel like the rest will follow. And just don't be afraid to be yourself, but just, I think the moments that people mess it up in a situation when they're in a new group is they're trying and they're trying too hard. And it's just like, you can feel it. Mm. And so everyone in the group feels uncomfortable and then you feel uncomfortable and it's just, don't, just don't try. Yeah. Just, Just do, just do it. Be yourself. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's hard advice. Like you can't tell someone be yourself, be your best self. But just you gotta, you gotta try. You gotta fail. Gotta try again. I think I think the most important message there is to just be who you are. And I think nowadays, uh, especially with social media and the rise of you know external influences, and instead of being able to sit alone with our thoughts and um, kind of uh, process, you know, the lessons that we've learned throughout the day, we're just so flooded with external factors you know be like this person be like this person you need to be better like this or your shit like this and people then turn up to these groups or the the perceived tribes that they have in their head and like you said they try to be someone that they're just not Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's hard for people nowadays with things like social media you know Instagram and oh, influencers and I think that's where it's important to step back and go back to that first step, constantly revisit that first step of, is this who I am? Or is this who, mm-hmm. I, who I'm trying to be for reasons that mm-hmm. aren't my own? 
Well, and don't be hard on yourself, because, like, just as you said, you were a leech in your early 20s. I think I was, too, but in my own way. Just, I didn't know who I was. you got to give yourself a grace period, and it might be 10 years. Who knows? you got to go through a lot of levels. We're all different, mm. and I think we all need to stop setting expectations from what other people have found. Like, I am so jealous of the people that have, like, birth friends that are, like, so tight. They're, like brothers and sisters and I'm like I don't have that I I had to freaking work for it man yeah I had to find my tribe but other people I feel like they were they were given it but just <laughs> don't don't set your expectations around what you see just actually don't set expectations yeah full stop Maybe that, yeah full stop yeah just don't actually I wanted to it's a little bit off topic but something that I've been thinking about and pondering more and more is this idea of goals I'm not a huge goal person I think the big thing for me is to have like overarching goals so like purposes or meaning like for me I love having conversations and learning so podcasting was a natural kind of thing that happened Um, I love helping people and I love getting people to find out who they are so writing and podcasting again was something that came naturally to me what I what I think is it's it's better to kind of implement systems rather than having goals. Implement systems that kind of help you get to where you want to go. I know this is kind yeah. of off topic, but I think it could be applicable to Go finding the right tribe for you as well because I think a lot of people like especially when they start on a journey of all right, I'm not in the place I want to be, I want to be better, they start finding mentors and often instead of you know kind of picking and choosing what they want to get out of those mentorships they just directly copy those people and it's not who they yeah. are so they might be like oh i need to write goals and i need to achieve all this in the year and i need to make a million dollars i need to have uh a career in this and yada 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 and mm-hmm. to me i think a lot of the time those goals confuse people and they don't end up finding the people they want to be with and they don't end up on the right path and then they just end up unhappy and I remember chatting to Chris, actually, one of the first podcasts I ever did, and he... Episode 8. I, rem- <laughs> I went back and I looked. Yeah. yeah. And gotcha. he, he completely uh, blew my mind when he asked about, what's your goals? And I started doing exactly what I just said. I started listing out, this is what I want to achieve this year, and yada, yada, yada. And I didn't really want to achieve any of that. All I really yeah. wanted was to be happy. And he mm. kind of set me on that path, and I was like, man, why am I writing all these goals? Like, this isn't actually who I, I want to be. Chill. Oh, you can't see it. Yeah, that's I can so see it. Good. Yeah. So I just wanted to know what you think about that, if that's applicable as well to finding your tribe, I guess. Like, 1,000%. If, if you make it your goal. If you make it your goal. It's your purpose. Yeah. It's your feeling. You don't need a physical, tangible thing all the time. I think that's what we all get caught up in so much. Like, the dollar signs you need to be at this part in your career or you need to have this many friends Mm. i'd be happy with one friend as long as i'm happy and happy is a weird word too like happy i just want to be happy but it's something you need to figure out yourself and just that the gut feeling back to gut Mm. i i I genuinely think that we all just need to kind of take a step back and think more with our feelings Mm. rather than physical so I think, yeah, same with tribe. You mm. don't need a physical amount of people. You don't need to have a certain amount of money to fit into a tribe. Even if you're hanging out with billionaires, 
You don't need to have a bill. Whoa, I want to hang out with billionaires. Actually, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I think that'd be a very interesting conversation. But like, you don't need to have a lot of money to fit in with them because that you can connect with them on a feeling level. Yes, just so much deeper. Yeah, I think that's a really good point with the goals. I think all life is centered around purpose and what you guys were talking about with that Mm -hmm. stuff. You don't need something tangible. Yeah, friend. That's that's some pet and grab, but but. Hey Jesse, you just not, you just cut out for a bit. What would you? What would you? Um, I was just beatboxing and rapping. You missed that whole segment. Oh no! <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> I just, just dropped a hot ass beat. You missed it, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> cut out. You you missed it. Next Drake out here. Hold on, my internet connection is unstable. No, but I think, yeah, I got stuck on my mental level. Huh? I, I just got a message saying my internet connection is unstable, but it's gone now, so we're good. Oh, it's you! You're the problem! <laughs> New Zealand it wins! Yes! Um, it's always a competition. It's always a cop. It's always a cop. Yeah, so anyway, that was my thought on goals, and I think that it's... If you're trying to find people that really are going to fill your cup and add value to your life and contribute to mm-hmm. your general happiness, I don't think they should fit a certain you know, stereotype. You shouldn't go into it going, all right, I want to find a person who meets this list of criteria. They've got to have this and be this tall and be hanging out with these people and wear this kind of clothing brand. I think it's like you said, it's about a feeling like... Mm-hmm. Who vibes with you on your mutual weirdness level? Oh, mutual weirdness. Love. And that's a really good synopsis. That's a perfect way of breaking it down. Cool. We used to do that as kids. You remember when you would like write your perfect husband in the dream wedding and then yeah. 20 years down the line, it's like, I don't want that. Ew. Maybe that's where it stems from. Schooling. Fucking schools. I'm not, I'm not a fan of schooling. But that's a totally different topic. School's fun. My mom's a librarian. I'm a fan of education I'm a fan of learning I'm just not a fan of the way the subjects that schools teach and how the school system works because I think anyway we're going to get totally oh wait yeah (laughs) (laughs) so do you want to talk about the gut now yeah (laughs) (laughs) so anyway back to the gut (laughs) it always goes back to the gut but the the next point actually I wanted to cover around tribes is okay so let's say someone out there is listening and they go alright I think I have an idea on the one tribe that I want to be in my question That's to you problem. yeah my, you yeah, my question to you is is it okay to be in different tribes do you have to oh, just yes. yeah do you have to just be in the one tribe and that's the only tribe you're loyal to and every other idea outside of that tribe is completely false and you should cancel those oh, people out? Hey, that does apply if you're in a cult. So if you're in a cult, <laughs> you got to stick to it. you got to stay in the one. No, um, the great thing about tribes is like Fight Club, there are no rules. There's no rules. So wait, just... if it's like Fight Club, can you talk about your tribe? No. <laughs> no, I just really love that movie, and I think I just want to watch it. So it just popped into my head. Yeah, that's I kind of a good reference, though. Sporadic brains, but no, 
With tribes, there are no rules. Just like your life, there's no rules. Just, just do the best you can. <laughs> And then I think the rest will follow. Because once you start forcing things, that's when it doesn't work. Mm. And I think that's just what everyone needs to go through and learn themselves. Like, if someone's hearing this right now, they're probably still going to go out and fuck up. And that's going to be a part of the journey. I think we all need to go through it. Someone can't tell you, don't do this, don't do that. It doesn't work for me, and it never Mm. has. I need to go through it myself. So I think everyone just needs to go through it themselves, and then hopefully these tidbits and points they're like oh that makes sense and then they can kind of put the puzzle back together kind of like we did we met a couple years later we were like oh that was really important for me so i think we all need to go through it and then just kind of recalibrate look back and be like this was it I yeah got right. it. yeah because i think that's a mistake a lot of people fall into and i think i've fallen into this trap a couple of times in my life is you end up finding a group of people and then it kind of reaches, like you were saying, a cult status where anyone who has any other sort of opinion outside of what your tribe believes is the overwhelming truth has to be cancelled out. And I did a podcast with, I don't know if you listened to it, with a friend of mine, Ryan, the other day about cancel culture and how you get groups of people who get Ooh. together and they believe in one specific idea and anyone else who opposes that idea is instantly the enemy and they have to vilify those people. And I think that's an important thing when you're trying to find your tribe is if you're going into a group of people like that who aren't accepting an opening, open, sorry, then again, that's that's probably quite dangerous and those aren't really the kind of people you want to be with. Yeah, that's scary. I think that just made me think of like all the politics happening back home mistakes yeah i am registered as an independent for a reason and voting is because i don't want to choose this is what you are then i want to be able to believe in what i believe in Mm. without a title and i feel like that's what a tribe should be just be you and then be you with others like you Mm. it just i don't know i feel like there shouldn't be a structure Unless you're in a cult, once again. Just some structure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'm glad we clarified that. Um, yep. the, the other one you mentioned was your types of tribes, so you wrote, you wrote some funny things. Blood ones. The assigned ones, the first chosen, and the real ones, so... I guess now that we know that it's okay to have lots of different tribes and be part of different ideas and I guess confront ideas within your own little tribes in an open, honest way, what are your different types of tribes? Like, what do you mean by blood ones, the sign ones, (laughs) first chosen? What does this mean? (laughs) I hope they make sense, but... So the blood ones... It was kind of fun thinking of this. Like, I feel like you have different phases of tribes and all of them are very meaningful. They all come at different times and then not all of them stick around. So I said the blood ones, it's your family, that is your tribe. That's one of the most primal ways of a tribe being formed It's just you were born into it. Yeah. So that's your blood ones, your family. Mm. And then you have your assigned ones, which is sports, classrooms. Mm. You get assigned a classroom project with someone that's literally a forced 
not forced, assigned to tribe. <laughs> and so kind of like me doing all of my, my soccer teams, like we were a group of like 20 people. We did everything together. So that was an assigned, it wasn't chosen, but it was a very meaningful part of my life. Mm. And then there was the first chosen, which was like me going into college. I chose to go into a sorority to meet new people. I chose these people, they chose me. Even though it didn't really fit, it turns out I didn't know who I by Sig, loving the pyramids. Don't love you guys. Can you can you say that again? Because it, just, it just <laughs> cut out. Once you get by Sig, it was love in the pyramid. It was a sphinx in a pyramid. By Sigma Sigma, not like a gang sign, but oh. for some of these. That's yeah. Good. Shout out to them. Nobody knows about it. It's pretty. It's pretty low key. But um. <laughs> yeah, and then from there, I think is when you fall into your the the real ones, the real tribe. The me finding life hub, the me finding my Lululemon people back in Austin, Texas. I I feel like those ones you fall into, you can't plan those. I mm. feel like the other ones kind of are like in the first twenty years of your life, and then the real ones just you find them all the time. Yeah, if you're open, and you're I don't know. I think you have to be open to it for sure. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of cool ass people that I missed earlier in my life when I didn't know what I wanted and when I was pretending to be something that I wasn't. Mm. I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities, but I'm happy that I'm only 27 now and I still have so many more amazing people I know I'm going to meet yeah. and I'm keeping the rest of my tribe with me. So I'm only going to grow from here, mm. which is really exciting because I'm very happy now and I'm just going to be happier. Great. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> I think I think with the real ones, um, I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. I think I know that's definitely a mistake I made. Is, um, I guess, I would change who I was, and I think a lot of people change who they are and like who they really are because they want to find the real ones. But you only actually find the really important people in your life when you are completely, totally who you are, and you express exactly yeah. who you are all of the time. And I think for me anyway, and I definitely it sounds like for you, the more and more I embrace who I am, the more of these real ones pop into my life out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. Doing this podcast for me has been hugely helpful. I've found more real ones since starting this podcast and having deeper mm-hmm. conversations than I'd ever did before. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good point that you touched on, like, you gotta be your weird ass self, otherwise you ain't Love gonna it. find it. <laughs> it's the easiest thing too. It's like the easiest advice you could ever give to someone, but it's so hard to follow. It's just it's just be you. Yeah. Be yourself. But it's hard and I know that, so I feel like it's hard advice to be like go be yourself. It's hard. Yeah. Some people don't even know themselves, like actually don't know because they haven't left themselves alone with themselves to actually be like, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah. Like they haven't, they don't know who they are. So I think step one, go meet yourself. Mm. Go introduce yourself. Go spend some time alone. I think my best times with myself is when I'm out running, when I'm out walking, listening to podcasts, sitting on a bench out outside. I think that's a big one. Just, I don't know, just... Ethan on a level that's the most you so you just gotta give yourself that space 
Yeah, and I think now is the perfect time for a lot of people to do that. I mean, sure, it's scary it's and forced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people will be able to figure themselves out if they allow themselves to go through the emotions. And I think that's the important thing as well as like we are kind of seeing the positive side of of this in this podcast. But I think the side of it that a lot of people don't realize is going to come first is the really emotional, sad. Uh, confronting side of it like I know when I was going through mm-hmm. my shit like I cried a lot and I hated myself a lot and I had to come to terms with all those feelings I think that's the thing like sometimes you meet people like you are now and like I am now and like people like Chris and other people that are in your life that I don't know yet anyone in life I'm pretty much who's like super sorted and super happy all the time you're like man I suck I'm shit like I'm never going to be this person I think that's where it's important to go into yourself and have that alone time because sometimes being around the people that you want to be like can often have a bad Mm. effect on you if you're not at that level yet you know like quite often you see people just go alright I'm going to go to the most successful happy person I know and then they start hanging out with them and then it makes them just highlight all of their flaws I think that's something you need to do yourself. Do you need to you remember the perfect, the perfect happy people? They have their shit moments. Yeah. They're sad people too. Yes. And what you see them posting on social media is not their perfect self. Like, if you look at my Instagram, you'll never know that I like cried the other day just because yeah. I was like having a bad day and not overwhelmed. Yeah. You can't assume that. You actually, you just need to remember that everyone cries. Everyone's had that moment. Everyone has their shit. The yeah. best people, the happiest people. Beyonce, she's probably having a bad day right now. We don't know. Yeah. Like everyone has their shit, and I think it's just remembering that. I don't know. It's gonna be okay, especially right now during lockdown. If you are forced to be alone with yourself, it's gonna be okay. There's other people out there just like you. Like mm-hmm. I can actually promise you you across the world there's someone exactly like you the mutual weirdness your tribe and you just haven't found them yet yeah and you have time don't force it don't rush it it all comes with time i i can say that with the utmost confidence Mm -hmm. that i know that everyone has someone out there for sure you just have to be open 100 percent and why don't we talk about some ways that people can kind of get the journey started so you mentioned one before which is go traveling by yourself and I totally agree that's one of the things that opened my eyes more than anything else was being alone in random countries and fucking shit up and Mm. having to figure it out (laughs) (laughs) Um, but there's other ways I mean like bless you Um, there's other ways I mean I've had friends who have done like ayahuasca for example or there's meditation Mm. or like, what are some ways that you think people can just... Obviously, it's a bit hard at the moment. You can't really go out, but... <laughs> what are some ways you think people can kind of start the journey? No, there's ways. Um, definitely, right now, I know there's a lot of online, like, fitness communities. I think there's always a niche thing. Like, find something that you like. It doesn't need to be yoga or running or anything like that but I promise you there's an online community for it go check out Facebook it's got everything 
Um, I would maybe start there right now during lockdown, just because it's a way to connect. Thank you, social media, or somewhere on Instagram. There's got to be a community for you. There's some weird ones out there. I promise <laughs> you, every niche will be filled. Uh, um, but I would say start there. But obviously, you need to know what you like. Like, do you like baking or anything like that? You just kind of have to figure out what do you like, and then go find other people that like it. And I know that sounds so simple. But it is that simple. Yeah. It's just, it's just like find something in common and that starts a conversation and that could start an amazing friendship. Yeah. It could be as simple as that. Just being like, I really love hot cross buns. <laughs> oh my God, me too. <laughs> and then best friends for life. Yeah, actually, I've, I've got a friend of mine who just started her own little YouTube cooking show because it's something she's always been passionate about, but it's taken being in lockdown for her to actually do anything about it, and now she's finding people that like baking too. And Oh, good. I love that. The other one, actually, I wanted to share with you. You hungry. <laughs> the other one, actually, I wanted to share with you was I was listening to a podcast the other day. Actually, by the same, you know the one I sent you? The NPR X Ted. Yeah. So there was, there was another one by the same people. And it was about this guy who was super lonely and he was kind of constantly depressed and sad. And he just started like sharing every single raw feeling he had. Like, I'm lonely. Like, this is how I feel. And he actually started building a community around like real people who were just agreed with them like yo like I'm lonely too or like yeah I'm I'm feeling like that too and he ended up building a community of nearly a million people read a bunch of books like a loner community is that what it is (laughs) no no he built well I mean he was lonely so he wanted he wanted to build a community around other people who who were able to admit like yeah I'm lonely you know and by doing that he built a tribe and became less lonely Oh, that's so good. Yeah, awesome. See, all you have to do is just speak your true self and then others will answer. Yeah. And if they don't answer now, they'll answer eventually. So just keep, keep shouting out off the mountaintops your true self. Maybe not literally. It'd be kind of weird. <laughs> but Well, maybe do. No, it might I be think- a, a good little Simba moment. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, if I saw someone yelling up, on the mountaintops I'd be like I won't be friends with that guy they're weird I want to know what their story is <laughs> just running <laughs> so up the mountain the way to <laughs> you leave I'll be running turns out he's yelling that there's a tidal wave coming and you just escaped the tidal wave boom save my life best friends <laughs> is that a mic drop? maybe <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in a while Aww. cool man well, I think we pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk about. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Is it bug? Uh, no. I found a fly in the room, so that was fun. Good timing. <laughs> I'm going to go kill it. Just kidding. Don't tell my vegan friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm honestly, I'm so happy we caught up and um, kind of used the podcast as a reason to have a long-form conversation with my friend. Yeah, like, man. This is amazing. Yeah. I think more people should do this. It should just be called a conversation, though. And we I mean, that's what it often. is. That's what it is, but, really. Um, thank you for having a podcast that allowed this to happen today. I feel great. I feel energized. Happy Saturday. <laughs> thank you for jumping on. Yeah, and... <laughs> yeah I love that. 
Um, yeah, thanks for jumping on. Thank you. And I really, really do appreciate that everything that everything that you've done for me without even realizing what you've done for me. You were a very important person in my life at a very strange time. No, you were one of my real ones before I knew what real ones were. So thank you. Cool. And quickly, before I end the podcast mm-hmm. and we can finish having a, a brief outside of podcast discussion. Yeah, we need to talk about the gut again. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is one thing that you want to impart on people in terms of finding your tribe? Just one thing. What would you tell mm-hmm. people to go out and do today? Ooh. Today. Bearing in mind they're probably in lockdown. Yeah, I would say text someone that you look up to mm-hmm. and just connect. Cool. It could be about anything. I honestly think my one thing I would want is just to say how are you, but how are you really, and see how they actually are right now in lockdown, and just create a real conversation with someone. That's where all tribes start, something real and from the heart. Mm-hmm. So, And also, I think just everyone should check on on someone today. I don't know if it's tribe-related, but that's one thing I do want to leave people with. Check on on the homies, even yeah. if they're not a homie yet they will be after you check in on that